1972, the Soviet Union conned the United States out of $600 million worth of taxpayer-subsidized grain in the largest grain deal in history. Called the Great Grain Robbery by the press and members of Congress, the entire catastrophe involved two major droughts, covert Russian activities, a man named Rusty Butts, and eventually, a worldwide food crisis. I'm Zach Knight. Welcome to Shaking America, a history podcast. From now on out, I'll just post the sources in the show notes and on the website instead of listing them individually. The main source used here, however, is the book The Great Grain Robbery by journalist Martha Hamilton. 1972 was a year of great change. Cold War relations had thawed considerably between the Soviet Union and the United States in the ten years since the Cuban Missile Crisis, and both great nations' economies were beginning to slow down. American President Richard Nixon and Soviet General Secretary Leonid Brezhnev independently began planning for increased cooperation between the two world powers as a way to avoid a potential recession. In a speech at the beginning of the year, Nixon stated, Expanded United States-Soviet trade will yield advantages to both of our nations. When the two largest economies in the world start trading with each other, living standards in both nations will rise and the stake both have in peace will increase. This public declaration of opening trade could not have come at a better time for the Soviets. In March of 1972, a massive drought struck Ukraine decimating the Soviet grain supply. Desperate to avoid widespread famine and social unrest, Brezhnev reached out to the Americans, inquiring about a potential grain deal. He knew, however, that if the state of the Soviet food shortage became public knowledge, grain prices would soar and his country would be unable to afford the grain they so desperately needed. To combat this, he ordered his government officials to hide or erase all information about the drought, concealing the problem from the world. As the Soviet Union was largely closed to foreign press, Brezhnev's scheme worked, and the United States' Secretary of Agriculture, Earl Rusty Butts, yes, that's his actual name, he was called Rusty by his friends, so those close to him would have referred to him as Rusty Butts, I'm not making this up, go Google Earl Butts, B-U-T-Z, right now if you don't believe me, (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but anyway, the Secretary of Agriculture, Earl Rusty Butts, was completely unaware of the drought when he excitedly began negotiations with the Kremlin. The talks were held over several months in a hotel in Washington, D.C. Eager to export American grain, Butts considered the agreement to be a huge win for American agribusiness and cut an extremely favorable deal for the Kremlin. He agreed to sell the Soviet Union $300 million worth of U.S. taxpayer-subsidized grain, and then gave the Soviets $750 million in credit to draw on that wouldn't need to be paid for three years. Believing that the grain would be utilized primarily as animal feed, and that the Soviets would use their credit lines slowly over the three-year period, Rusty Butts called the arrangement the greatest grain deal in history. 
It wasn't. The Soviet Union, on the verge of disaster, used the entire $750 million credit line in under one month. As about a fourth of the U.S.'s grain supply was shipped away, Butts and the Nixon administration began to suspect something was very wrong. In 1973, a major drought hit Australia. At the same time, the full weight of the con the Soviet Union had pulled off became clear. They had bought grain at its lowest point, subsidized with U.S. tax dollars, with credit they wouldn't have to pay back in years. And now the Soviets had bought so much of the world's grain supply that the value of grain soared. Worldwide grain and soy prices rose over 300%, reaching a 125-year high point. An international food crisis began devastating poorer countries, and in the U.S., the cost of a loaf of bread more than doubled overnight. In total, it is estimated that the U.S. lost $600 million in the grain deal, $300 million from the taxpayer-subsidized grain, and another $300 million in lost profits. Press and members of Congress took to calling the deal the Great Grain Robbery, a play on the name of the famous film The Great Train Robbery. The fact that the Soviet Union had essentially tricked the United States by hiding its true crop numbers reignited old Cold War tensions. Despite this, Earl Rusty Butts faced no repercussions for his poor decision-making. However, he was later forced to resign after a series of scandals, including publicly mocking the Pope in an exaggerated, stereotypical Italian accent. Less than a year after the Great Grain Robbery, NASA launched the Landsat Satellite Program, spearheaded by African-American scientist Valerie Thomas. Landsat allowed for U.S. agriculture scientists to use infrared technology to track crop numbers worldwide from space using satellites. Had the Landsat program been operational sooner, or the grain deal negotiated later, the U.S. could have seen exactly how bad the drought in Ukraine had affected the Soviet Union and avoided being swindled. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shaking America. If you want to support the podcast, go to the website at shakingamerica.com and click the Ko-Fi link at the bottom left of the page. Or just tell somebody about the podcast. That really helps too. Thanks, and see you next time.